0: Now, coming to you direct and live from an amazing eatery with occasional cockroaches. Should I say that? No. Live from temporary studios in. Uh, hold on, hold on, guys. I'm just not feeling it. Could could I, we get like some compression and some production behind it? I'm just I'm feeling so like tiny and naked. Now, now, no. it's time for your VO news served piping hot and fresh. Gather round. It's time for the voiceover cafe.
1: Welcome to the Voiceover Cafe. Vo news served up piping hot. Good afternoon and uh, welcome. Welcome. Uh, how's everybody doing?
2: I'm good. good. How's everybody else doing?
1: We're good. We've got. I'm good. Uh, we've actually got uh, Sean Caldwell live today, which is a dream come true for me personally.
3: Woo-hoo. Oh,
0: Terry, I never knew you were that way. <laughs> <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with it.
3: And then, Terry's uh, any way
0: he can get it. <laughs> thank you very much. And the amazing Jordan is on, too. Oh,
4: amazing, mm-hmm. huh?
0: Jordan
1: is like, on, I taking I like a break. I to
4: sound as amazing as possible.
1: Well, he's taking a break from
4: his new home studio, and listeners want to know how that uh, that project is going. Oh, you know, um, when you decide to do it yourself, it only takes a half a year, and it's still not done. So,
2: <laughs> It's always <laughs> a work in progress, though.
4: It is. Now, um, do you well, have... Well, that's do what you- you-
1: do you have a bunch of that? do you have a bunch of YouTube videos in front of you that kind of tell you how to like how to pound in nails and how to put up sheetrock and how to how to put in a, a sliding door? Or are you did you uh, do it the old fashioned way and actually go to a library and check out a book on mm, <laughs>
2: right.
4: how to put up <laughs> sheetrock? Jordan, do
2: you know what a library is even?
4: <laughs> um, it ends with the letter E, right? I think I've seen that <laughs> word before. If
2: I
0: say uh, card
4: catalog, what comes to mind? <laughs>
0: hey, I uh, used them when I was a kid. Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> um, I'm Dewey no, the Decimal.
2: I don't even
4: know what that is, but I like it. Well, tell us what,
1: uh, yeah, just tell us a little bit about the progress and what kind of equipment, and we can just make this brief, but just, you know, how's it going?
4: Well, I got some John Deere equipment to, flo- no, okay. Um, <laughs> when you say equipment, that's what comes to mind. But no, uh, let's put it this way. I don't know how to hammer a nail, and I'm too lazy to use a YouTube uh, video to teach myself. So I was at Home Depot one day trying to act like I knew what I was doing, looking at things. And a guy comes up to me and asks, hey, what do what you, you have questions about this drywall? He asks why I'm doing it. Oh, I'm building a voiceover sound booth, yada, yada. And he said, oh, I used to do that. What? So I kind of gave him, a, I did kind of an interview at that moment because I have very, very very high standards for... Wait, he
2: <laughs> used to do voiceovers, or he I'm used sorry, to build
4: I'm sorry, he used to build oh. like studios, and wire oh, them, wow. and solder, and he knows about acoustics. Oh, how so, serendipitous! I know. So, but, a lot of people can just say they do that, but do they do it to my standards, which is pretty rare, because I'm a snob. At least when it comes to my business, I'm, you know, I want it done right. So, long story short, uh, we agreed upon, a, uh, you know, a project rate that he would do it for, and... Uh, and he's pretty much doing all of the actual work and I'm providing the brains behind the acoustics, what parts need to be used, and he does all the actual uh, labor Ah, you're
1: the, you're, you're the mastermind engineer behind it that sits back with a bullhorn and orders him around. Absolutely. <laughs> the chair and everything. Or the interfering
3: guy with the checkbook. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's neat.
1: <laughs> and this is, you're and the This client. guy is great, though.
3: Put that, I, put
1: that mic over here and pull up your pants. Your crack is showing.
4: um but overall it's i mean this guy is phenomenal i mean he does he attention to details what you need because if i just hired an ordinary you know contractor they would just kind of slap it together and it would just be filled with you know leaks is what you want to call it sound leaks um and so this guy is spending a lot of time getting it done right and how i want it so we're about um last night we got the door mostly done got this gigantic commercial door closer on it so when I have other voice talent here or musicians they don't open the door try to get in and then it you know smacks their leg in half as it closes because it's a 200 pound door oh my gosh so uh, we're making some good progress and I'm very excited about it my my wife will be able to you know walk and sneeze and flush the toilet do things you know like living life upstairs while I work during the day (laughs) so It's going, it's awesome. um, It's it's just taking forever, but we're almost there.
1: Well, you better hurry up because you got a lot of requests sitting here on Fiverr for you.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Whatever, man. Jordan, you're, you're actually in a basement, yeah? So you don't have to worry about the sound coming in from the side.
4: Yep, that typical young guy in a basement doing weird, creepy stuff. Yes, yeah, that is except,
3: except you're living with your wife rather than your mother. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah cut out of the
4: mom's house. You know, that is quite creepy. Well, congratulations. But I, I did live in the basement at my mom's. <laughs> and I was much creepier then, so.
1: <laughs> well, congratulations on the studio. And uh, speaking of Fiverr, by the way, I just got a quick story to tell you guys. I actually did a YouTube video on this because it's a nice perspective. Because you, you know, you've heard a few of us you know bitch and moan about the you know some of these lowball services on the the voiceover group pages. But uh, it's a different perspective when you actually hear a client call you and bitch about it, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is exactly what happened to me uh, a few nights ago. And it's a nice perspective for people that get a little frustrated. Or a little discouraged that you know a lot of these lowball sites are sucking up all the voiceover work out there, which is actually not true because an intelligent client knows that they need a professional voiceover for a, a very good rate. But this client actually started his voiceover search on a couple of the lowball sites, and he said he wasted about three or four hours on it. And uh, a couldn't find anybody he really liked, and b he was actually appalled. And this was really this is the part where it's really refreshing. He was appalled by the rates. <laughs> here's a guy that, that he was like more mad about it than I was and he was looking for you know he was really taking it seriously and looking for a professional voiceover uh, and really wanted to pay a, a very good rate for it and we you know we kind of hit it off on the phone and talked about it and uh, uh, it, it worked out I'm doing a couple projects for him but how refreshing is that to hear from a client's point of view that they want to uh, spend more money Yeah, that they right. actually want to give us a fair rate for what we do
4: yeah <laughs> Very this guy refreshing. a millionaire or something? He's like Terry. I just have so much money. I just want to <laughs> yeah. spend it, and this site won't let me spend more than five dollars.
1: <laughs> well, it's nice that you know he actually recognized. Like, wait a minute, this is this isn't where I'm going to find a professional. I mean, let's get let's get real. So it was it was nice to actually hear that from a client's perspective.
3: But yeah, the quote I... I always hear, and I think it holds very true, is Macy's aren't worried about Walmart stealing their business. Correct. It, it's just two s- totally separate groups of people that go there. So, yeah, you may be tempted, but if you're a Macy's shopper, you go to Walmart once, you go, I ain't coming here again.
2: <laughs> Never mind Macy's, it's Tiffany.
3: Yes, yep. Tiffany's.
1: <laughs> what is that? Not not here in Colorado. <laughs> or back in the early 80s, it was Zare Shopper City. <laughs>
2: I have I have a Fiverr story uh, also is, is I, I was on Skype, uh, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. And I had, I just happened to see one of my friend's profiles, not a friend friend, but you know just like a Skype uh, contact. And he had, uh, you know on his profile on Skype, he actually had a, a, a video posted. And so I you know I clicked it. It was for his new website or whatever. And oh, my God, it was awful. <laughs> Like not even just the performance, but it sounded like she recorded it on her laptop microphone, and I'm sure she did. Um, and I and he's he's has this professional video. He obviously didn't skimp on the video. Um, it, it was quite nice, and yet it's got this crappy audio and VO over it and I'm, I'm just shaking my head so I sent him a message and I said, you know, I was just curious and I kind of made up a story because I didn't want to say, oh, your, your video sounds like crap, um, you know, but I, I said, um, you know this girl actually sounds familiar who did the VO for your, you know, your video and he responds back and he says oh, I don't know her name, I got her off of Fiverr.com <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> and I'm like, don't you hear the difference? Like, it sounds terrible. It sounded like she was a foot away from the microphone or more, and and she did it probably on her on her laptop or some really five dollar crappy mic, you know. So I was like, oh man, it, I just shook my head and it's, I didn't even respond, but. <laughs> Yeah. You it's know, I, I, sad. I,
0: I have to think there are probably some people that are listening to the podcast that actually are pursuing work there and are trying to get anything they possibly can and, mm-hmm. and to think that they could do, you know, four or five jobs in a day and man, I'd make 30 bucks. Um, that might be great for them. But, I, you know, it's I, I guess I would just like to remind everybody that the rates that you set are the rates mm-hmm. that you're setting for your career. And you really want to build a career on repeat business. Yep. So mm-hmm. if, you, if you want to build, you know, if, if you if your goal is to make. $12,500 a year then maybe Fiverr is a good place to hang out but I, I think mm-hmm. most VO talent have aspirations to do a little bit better than that.
1: Well, I yeah. agree and you know you have to work like 15 hours a day, you know, it's like right. it, it goes back to kind of that 80/20 principle where 80% of your income is going to come from 20% of your clients yeah. and it's very similar with this where you know why not focus on those 12 clients that are going to pay you realistic rates instead of going after some of this lowball stuff out there and then working until yes. like five or six in the morning to try to pay your utility bill. Right. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. And it's also a numbers game with that because with Fiverr, um, if you're assuming you're getting a lot of work because it's so cheap and so people are just, it's a no brainer for uneducated voice seekers, you're doing a lot of work, right? So you have all these different kinds of scripts. They probably mostly suck, but you're doing scripts. <laughs> so you're getting, you're getting better at your craft. Right. Well, what you can do is, pay to play sites are such a great way, especially, or you know, Voices.com and Voice123 in particular, because there's the amount of auditions available to you on there right. is tremendous. It's endless. You could audition on there all day when you're first getting started, when you assume you have a good enough sounding setup so you can compete, and your skill level can maybe just be mediocre, and you're not. It's not a huge risk as far as me, your reputation. But what's awesome about it? Is let's say you do 20 auditions versus 25 or gigs, you know, but one of those aud- let's say you book two of those auditions or even one, it's probably going to pay more than all those Fiverr gigs you did. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
3: Mm-hmm. And, and, well,
4: and the versi- or the diversity of auditions on those pay-to-play sites is going to be way like probably and of higher grade of the scripts. Like there's going to be animation, commercials, e-learning, where on Fiverr it's probably just a lot of you know quick 30-second promo videos that are poorly written. So. Go to go to pay to play sites instead.
2: Yeah, and well, I I agree to that to a point um, because I think that there are a lot of people on the pay to plays that don't deserve to be not deserve but don't really uh, I don't know they don't they don't belong there because they they can't compete Um, and to me the three hundred dollars that you would spend to join a, a site like that for a year you could get two. Professional one-on-one coaching sessions, which would help you immensely. The thing is, is you can read to yourself and do auditions and speak out loud into a microphone all you want. But if you don't have an objective point of view, an objective opinion on what you're doing wrong, you won't really get better. Um, right. So it's not going. I mean, it is a practice thing. It's it can be somebody just getting a little more comfortable behind a microphone. But to really understand yeah. the ins and outs of VO and understand the business a little bit more and in the, the nuances of a delivery, I, I think it's it's good to work with a coach and see what you're doing wrong.
3: Right. I think that's really good good advice there. but another comment about the play to pay, pay to plays, is that. They can become addictive and you get into this routine and you get into a, I got to shoot a lot of stuff out there and you keep your bar quite low. And you convince yourself when you're starting that this is good practice, it's getting me out there. No, it's a waste of time. Um, I've got to the point now where I'm getting rid of the play to pay play two plays. you think I'd be able to speak properly. <laughs> and um, those that I'm with, or the one that I'm with, I'm being far more selective yes. with and I'm going to be cancelling with that. It's just that it runs on an annual membership. Um, It becomes a habit, and you think you're doing the job when all you're doing is bolstering a business that has no quality control. Right. Um, So, I don't know. I I generally don't look at anything on the pay-to-plays that's less than 500 bucks and a good value for the job. And they are there. They're certainly there. Even the jobs up to um, $250, there's nothing wrong with bidding 350 on those mm. and you'll get it if, you do, if you're doing the right job. Um, I think the customers need educating and they yes. sometimes get sucked into it. So there are good people there, but it's such a mixed bag that you can waste so much time.
1: Well, yeah, I and that, that, you bring a good point with wasting time because sometimes people get almost a little too obsessed with, with auditioning so often to get that gig that they're auditioning on Voices.com from sunrise to sunset in hopes of, of getting that job. And they, they've put all of their marketing eggs into the pay-to-play basket when they could have spent a few hours right. uh, you know, sending demos out to production directors, talent agents, e-learning mm-hmm. companies, and so forth. Uh, me personally, I've gotten far more results doing it that way than Absolutely. sticking with the pay-to-play sites. Right. I,
3: but th- there was too, one yeah. There was one story the other day, and, and no names, not the company or the VO. But basically I, what happened was um, they bid for a job. They were ideal for the job. They bid, bid high on the range. The customer didn't like it, although it was within their range. And the company themselves phoned the talent, contacted the talent and said, Can you reduce your bid? Now, Mm. who's that serving? He had bid within the range of the job. He was perfect for the job because, from what I understand, he was also the model they used. Oh, we want someone that sounds like this. And it was like, hey, guys, that's actually me. So he bid within the range. They changed their mind. And then the pay-to-play site went to bat for this client trying to get the voice to reduce his rate. And it's just it just shows who they're actually working for, right. and it's certainly not the talent. Right?
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean that those sites. Got, I'm I'm not a member of either of any of them anymore. But uh, well, I'm I'm on there as a free user, but I, I don't pay to. I, I don't bother with them anymore. But I I can't say that they didn't do. I mean, I was on Voices.com when they were still Interactive Voices.com back in like.
0: The 70s. I don't know what
2: it was. 2002, maybe. <laughs> I knew voices
3: before <laughs> anyone the, the, the else last, knew about it. Lost <laughs> yeah. Millennium. And,
2: and voices uh, and voice one, two, three. I was on there also. They, they still. I still have clients that I garnered from that from those sites now you know I still have current uh, you know so it it helped me launch my career but it but it got to the point where I just custom auditioning all the time for a couple hundred dollar jobs is just I I found like Terry said I wound up getting a lot more you know bang for my buck so to speak to you know to market directly to creative directors and and ad agencies
0: Yeah. Trish, your point about working with a a talent coach is so good because you can spend $300 a year to be on any one of those sites, or you can try to be on three of them and spend $900 a year. That 900 bucks, if you'd spend it with a coach, your skills are going to be so much more improved. Mm -hmm. Your auditioning to booking rate is going to be much better. And I mean, let's face it. I I kind of feel the same way that you just said, Trish. It's like I, I was on for a little while. I tried them for a little while. I came to conclude that I could spend, if I wanted, hours a day doing okay. auditions, and I might score, you know, maybe one out of every 40 auditions, or I could spend that time trying to improve my skills, reach out to past clients, and I'd much rather have the model where I have past clients that love me, that know what I do, and they come back over and over and over and over and fill my day with work. Mm-hmm. God, you Hey, Terry, you, 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 we,
3: we need to start getting a list together, rules of VO, and I think top of the list should be Put any more than two VOs in a group together, the conversation will always go to <laughs> to <pay-to-pay. laughs> mm-hmm. and they are so ingrained in our psyche. We oh, really they really pay-to-pay. are. They, they, I want, they. I want a twelve-step program for everyone <laughs> to get away from pay-to-play sites. Well, we're not.
1: Let's stick yeah. with it for at least a couple of minutes because I wanted to ask you guys about this voice realm debacle. Um, everybody on the internet. Is, uh, seems to be bitching about this one. I'm not... I, when somebody informed me here of what exactly they changed over there that everybody's got their uh, panties in a bunch about.
2: <laughs> well, from what I understand, because I never, I never signed up for the site. I remember when they came out, but I, I just never... Again, to me, it was another pay-to-play, and I just didn't want to bother with it, but um, <laughs> Melissa Exelberth um, posted uh, something, and apparently she found out that they were taking names from VoiceRealm.com, and... And names of talent and profile pictures and profiles, and putting it on a website called cheapvoicetalent.com oh, no. or cheap. Voiceovers, I don't know exactly that the URL, but it was yeah. cheap something. And and she said, you know, you guys have been hijacked whoever signed up for that site because they, they actually took profiles and profile pictures and put them on that site with that name and added them to it. And apparently it was apparently for lower rates. So fifty five
3: bucks. Yeah. Oh, that was ticks. the so, rate to the client. So what the talent was getting out of that fifty five bucks, I even have no last. idea.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I've actually done that with your guys's profile pics. I've I, I started some pay a uh, pay per click campaigns. Like I've got Jordan's picture. Like he's, I'll do a ten page narration for a buck. And if you actually yeah, if you actually Google voiceovers and look on the sidebar, you'll see his picture with that ad. I hope you don't mind, Jordan.
4: Yeah, and I'm, I'm holding a dollar bill. I'm like that's all I need. <laughs>
0: Okay. Hey, by the way, by the way, with the whole bet. Voice Realm thing, are we are we pretty confident that it was Voice Realm that was
3: doing it, or or is there a
0: chance yes. that it was some
3: other company? No, no that, they've admitted it, it, to it. It's all oh, be confirmed. Wow. People have called them. There were email wow. exchanges. There were blog posts about it. And their answer to it, well, it's in our terms of service, which, which is a those? whole right. nother issue about people getting sucked into oh. onerous. Things because of what was buried in the terms of service. So you had some high quality talent there suddenly on a page with Uh, a word "cheap" next to their picture. Oh man, that
1: is that's awful. Yeah. Uh, So the only response was
3: that they couldn't take. They said it's not possible for us to take those people off that site, which is a bunch of BS. It's simple programming. Um, of website programming, so what people have done in droves, which I yes, power to the people, have been taking themselves off of Voice Realm. Voice Realm. So, yeah. mm-hmm. um, um, I think that one's spiralling towards the drain now.
2: Well, <laughs> I yeah, can't except for well. Upset. All the people outside of our community that don't know about this are probably still on the site, happy as can be, and, and, they'll, and they'll probably be the, the lower ones. They're probably the same guys on Fiverr.
3: Right. Well, I hope, I hope there's a couple of people on Voice Realm that will go and look at cheap, listening to this podcast, that will go. And if we can get one person to preserve their own marketing and not be associated with the word cheap, yeah. then my yeah. living has not been in vain. <laughs> I don't know. I, I kind of feel a little differently about it. Uh, for
4: I mean, I'm. Let me just. You're not put it allowed, this way.
2: Jordan. No, no, no. Oh, no, no, get no, this. I, I do. All right. Take okay. this <laughs> son of a <laughs> bitch out Fox. of the cafe and change the combination.
4: <laughs> wow. Judge Judge Trish over here. You you're
2: her the new show guy. Too. You're not allowed to interfere. Oh yeah, just, you're just,
4: bus boy.
3: just you're a busboy. Just because your card say Jordan Cheap Reynolds, you know. <laughs> hey, you know what? Your your
1: studio isn't even built yet. So shut the f up.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but I gotta pay for it, man. All right. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. I what is, what
1: is your perspective on their young voiceover Jedi?
4: Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> all right, got my got my saber Ooh, that was, out. That was a good sound effect. Back <laughs> voice cheap. <keep> you will <laughs> voice cheap.
1: You will. Mm.
4: Um, so uh, here, here's the There's thing. a Jar Jar
3: Binks comment in there somewhere, but I'm oh. not going to make it.
4: No, no, I will I will deny that. Judge Jordan says no to Jar Jar. <laughs> so that was the dumbest character ever in those movies, and I'm not even that. a
3: Star Wars advocate. So,
4: all right, so uh, back to the topic here. Um, first of all, it's in their terms. So, okay, your fault. <laughs> I mean, I'm on <laughs> yeah, voice realm, all right? What's that? That's a good point. I mean, it's, it's just, so you can't, like, There's, a, t- in my opinion, there's a certain level where you can get overly, I'm not saying you can't get upset about it, but to get outright, you know, blame, oh, it's all your fault. You know, yeah. Dude, you, you signed it, okay? Mm-hmm. But read over the terms. So exactly. the second point is, I'm just not very, I'm not super opinionated on, like, things like this because it's so wishy-washy. Here's the thing, I, I, I haven't researched it heavily, so forgive me, if anyone wants to correct me and throw a, a, a match into my studio and burn down my new booth, go ahead, but because <laughs> um, it seems like people were this upset about it and I'm not, I'm not trying to be condescending at all, I, I don't blame them, like I wouldn't want cheap, you know, permanently associated with my name, but here's the thing, it's one avenue out of all the other marketing efforts on all the other sites your name is on, and I just found it here, it's cheapvoicetalentonline.com. The Voice Realm logo is right on the top, and cheap isn't really thrown all around on this anywhere. There's there's a little banner at the bottom that says, Quick Cast, up to 30 seconds, $55, up to 60 seconds, $85. But here's the thing, if someone hires you and they're like, hey, we want you for this, you don't have to do it. <laughs> okay, so if someone comes to me, if I, and I, I just searched for my name on this site, all it is is Voice Realm wrapped with a domain. That's all it is. It's the exact same site. Yeah, so I, I searched for my name. What's that?
2: Go, go ahead, Jordan. I'll, I'll finish. I, I'm right.
4: pretty much, I'm almost done here. So I searched for my name and I went to my page. doesn't say anything about those cheap rates anymore. It's all my demos, just as if I were on VoiceRealm.com. And if if someone hired me for this a 30-second TV spot for 55, no. no. <laughs> I'll just mm-hmm. say no. But well, they just, they, as, want people to, to, they want people to click the ad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, and apparently it leads other, I don't, again, I don't know all the details, so, But I do know the core thing at hand here is people just don't want the word cheap associated with their name. And I get Mm -hmm. that. But it's like I said, one site, you sign the terms, you don't have to accept it. Uh, So I'm I'm not withdrawing from Voice Realm, but I do not blame others who do. I totally get it.
3: One question for you though. Debate. Do you read all the terms of service? That you sign up for the twelve page. Do you read the new Apple terms of service every time there's a new uh, twenty-four page? No, and that's the what they were counting on. Right, that's something just, as major know. as this should be up front and central. These are not buried, not to be buried in legalese. And I think there have been many, many court cases where um, things have been thrown out because there's been a major issue buried on page 13 of the Terms of Service. It's an issue that society has to deal with, not just within the voiceover industry. Terms of Service are like, um, yes, even if we screw you, you are not allowed to take us to court, (laughs) which some of the telcos have done. This this is uh, duplicitous. It's hiding something in plain sight, if you like, but it's done because they want it to be hidden. Yeah, so, no, totally. Man, and I, you, that I, to me is, is totally just light. not good business practice.
2: I haven't um, followed a lot of the, the forum threads and stuff because I because I am removed from the site. I, I don't really, I didn't follow it too much, but I just happened to see a blog post from Mark Scott. Yeah, he and, that was a great post. It was. And um, I think it was in his blog post. I may have seen it somewhere else. But it did say that Voice Realms' defense was that you have to, like Jordan said, other than the name, the URL, cheap, whatever, Voices Online, um, it was... Uh, it's not mentioned in the site at all. So the Voice Realm's defense was that somebody would have to type in cheap voiceovers or use the word cheap in their voiceover search on Google for, for the site to actually come up. So and that's what because they don't mention cheap on the uh, on the site, but people find things all the time that you're Mm -hmm. not looking for. But oh, yeah, the other the other point I actually wanted to ask was, yeah, how how are they getting away with it? Because if if people didn't know that they were being listed on that website and somebody came to them finding them on that website and offered them the fifty five dollars, how does that how did that work? I mean, does anybody know?
3: I'm not sure how much work goes through VoiceRoom anyway. I think it's, um, it, I, I don't think it's a major player. And I, I, I don't think anyone that speaks to how they've done with them have always said, yeah, I got one job last year type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it wildly
4: varies actually. I know a few people who have, I mean, I know a few people who have booked probably at least a dozen to 20 gigs
3: since they've opened. It's working for them then. Yeah,
4: yeah. so it, it's pretty sporadic. And I've booked about an one one or two just off my demo and then off auditions. So both of those combined, I've booked, I think, six or seven since they've been open. Nice. Um, and one was, oh, and never mind, that's another topic. It was about rates. The rates are a little bit lower than the standard. They messaged me privately and I just said, I gave them my rates. So I got voice around more money. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because they take a cut, but they were like, "Oh, please don't do that yeah, again." And that, and I'm like, "That oh, cuts, I just got to more money."
1: Yeah. That cuts pretty high, too, isn't it? Like thirty uh, percent.
4: It's. I think it's. Well, I think you can choose. Allegedly, thirty percent, like fifteen or twenty. Yeah, I think it was fifteen. I think mine's fifteen. Okay. On well, well, top
2: of the subscription fee.
4: Which they yeah, and I don't know what that is now, but when I joined, it was a hundred bucks. I think that's one time. Mm. So I don't. I mean, it's 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 paid for itself big time because that gig, I you know, I got hundreds of dollars more. Because I, they came to my rates without questioning him for an e-learning gig. It was mm-hmm. a big, big project, paid well, but you know, so that was all through the voice room. If it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have had it. So,
3: anyways,
2: good point. Good point. Well, George. it's
3: it's nice to hear a, uh, a contrary, however flawed, argument for the other side. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like
4: fully support. Like, yes, they're the best. I'm just. How I'm just come not all very you? Political, how come all me.
0: you guys at the voiceover cafe just rip on everything? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Always
0: complaining. Oh God,
1: where are the happy pills? We're very, yeah, we're, yeah we're, just, we're, just a, we're just a very candid group, is the way I like to put it. But happy pills in Colorado. Sean, are uh, you still Sean? Are you still on the on the line, or have you uh, have you passed out?
0: All oh, this negativity, it's just causing me to go into a corner. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, still
1: here. Um, well, tell us a little bit about uh, what you've been doing lately.
0: Yeah, so summer's been good. Um, I spend summers north of Atlanta, uh, near Lake Lanier in Georgia. Um, usually I'm down in the Tampa, Florida area. And uh, did a little bit of traveling. I went up to New York a little while ago with my son, Matt. Um, and uh, he's he's really into uh, two things right now. He's into Rubik's Cubes. Remember Rubik's, Rubik's Cubes from oh, the yeah. 80s? Oh, all yeah. The 90s, whenever they were. Um, you could probably and get an Minecraft. iPhone app for it now. Yeah. So, um, so he can now. He, he's he's learned all the different algorithms, and he can now solve a normal three by three Rubik's cube that's all mixed up. He can do it in about a minute. But he heard that in New York City they had this uh, this Rubik's cube convention at the Liberty Science Center. So I took him up that way, and then there was going to be a Minecraft convention. That got canceled four days before it was supposed to happen, so that was a little bit of a debacle, but mm-hmm. um, some other good stuff happened. So at any rate, when I, when I was up that way uh, for this whole thing, I did a little meet up and get together in New York and got to see Peter and Trish and Heather Costa came in, Lee Gordon, Melissa Axelberth, and uh, my friend Ricky Rue that works at Premier Radio in New York City. Can I just tell you, they have a really nice studio view. Mm. Um, and It was good. <laughs> had a, had a great. You know, I love New York City. It's just a great, great place. And uh, we got all around on the subway and had a real fun time. and. Um, I stayed with my friend Hal Knapp, who's the commercial production guy at uh, Clear Channel in New York. Can I just tell you what, I'll I'll post pictures at some point, what an amazing home studio setup he has. Um, Hal Hal built his house about 10 years ago, and he he did the basement to really be like his studio setup. He has three studios in the basement, all the really thick, like, thousand-pound doors. Uh, He has a vocal booth in between it. And then... um, he does a lot of stuff out of there he produces backtracks usa the show that's syndicated uh, on like a few hundred stations and a few other things so he, he has like a major studio set up in his basement it was like wow i i thought my studio was okay but i feel pretty inadequate now <laughs> yeah i'm just gonna tear mine down now my door is only 300 pounds not a <laughs> thousand i don't just know what wait, but it was it was a big heavy door
1: jordan's studio
0: is now on fire <laughs> so um, it was. It was neat, and it was also a little bit eye-opening because this this convention that was for Minecraft, and for those that don't know what Minecraft is, it's, it's an online game that kids and some young adults play. Um, they were supposed to have a convention that was going to be at Pier 9294, and it got canceled four days before the thing was supposed to happen because I, I think they hadn't sold enough tickets. They only sold 6,000 tickets. They needed to sell 7,000 to break even, so they just canceled it. So all these people are flying in from across the country for it. A lot of people that uh, are these YouTube stars, which I guess they're called YouTubers. I'm just learning about this. Um, They were supposed to be there and i just started to check on twitter and come to find out a lot of them said you know what we're going to put something on just stay tuned we'll let you know about it and a couple days before the original event was supposed to happen they had gotten uh, they got a venue, they got security for it, and about I would say six to eight hundred people showed up and got to interact with these different people that are famous on the YouTube community.
2: Wow! And, uh, yeah, like so a my, lot of people.
0: It was it, it was a lot of people. Yeah, so my my son Matt got you know, Dad, there's there's Ant Venom and there's so and so. Like I have no idea who these people are, but Ant <laughs> Venom, well, the different well, here, world altogether. Here's the, here's the cool thing, like he's like, Dad, you know, when so and so posts up such and such, they get like three million views within a day, and then you know this person had like eighty-five million views. I'm like, really, and. <laughs> And I know a little bit how that monetizes because I had a YouTube video on uh, that I put up a long time ago of my, my youngest one, Jacob. And it, it, it's not an amazing video at all. He, he's just going through and he's talking about the, there's some different Disney cars, like from the movie cars, you know, Mater and, and Sally and all those people. And he's like, this is Sarge, this is Sally. And he goes through it, the whole video lasts like a minute. And I don't know what happened, but at some point that video started to get featured after people would watch different Disney stuff. And he started to get hundreds of thousands of views a month. And and so wow. being the good capitalist that I am, you know what I did. I'm like, click monetize. Um, <laughs> make and, me some money, kid. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> paying for college. <laughs> so uh, we got, I wanna say upwards of like twelve hundred to fourteen hundred bucks for a million views. And he, he now I think is close wow. to like one point six or one point seven million views on this oh. on this video.
2: Oh my <laughs> god. Awesome.
0: Yeah. So some of these people I sense are making Ten thousand, twenty thousand dollars a month, doing like in the gaming community and stuff, where they'll get millions of people watching them. Wow, yeah. I've, I've
2: heard about them, and, and you know, I, I follow. I'm a I'm a big fan of Jenna Marbles. Yes, I love her, and and she's I, I found her on like like the top YouTubers list. She makes yep. like she's made like ten million dollars yep. from you know just to all of her her at home videos.
0: It's uh, it's so funny you mentioned her name because just a couple of weeks ago I had uh, been involved in the process of helping her get set up with uh, Source Connect now and IPDTL so that she could do a new show on Sirius XM.
2: Oh, fun. Yeah.
0: So. Hey,
1: do you I, guys I know? Uh, uh, you guys know if there's a Donkey Kong convention coming up?
0: There probably is. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the last video game I played. Yeah. If not, start one and just put in the terms of service that all the money that you get does not get refunded, <laughs> <laughs> and then cancel it.
1: Well, I love the Rubik's cube thing. I, it's not—it doesn't. A Rubik's cube has never ever worked for my attention span. But I, I, <laughs> I uh, you know, I, I envy people who can who can figure those things out.
0: Yeah, the the uh, at the exhibit they had, uh, I think his name is Anthony Brooks, and he's he's one of the top North American solvers or cube solvers or whatever they call him. Wow. And I've heard about these people, but I've never experienced it firsthand. So somebody would mix up the cube. He'd study it for like 10, 20 seconds, and he'd solve it usually in nine seconds.
2: Oh, my gosh.
0: God, I can't even figure out how to roll a die in nine yeah. seconds. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And, and, and
0: then get this. To be a show-off, he's like, he hands it to my son. He's like, Matt, you know, mix this up. So Matt mixes it all up. And this time he takes it back, and he, uh, he studies it, like, for quite a while. He looks at it for like a minute. He looks at the different sides. He puts it behind his back and solves it. Oh, my God. What a show-off. Right. <laughs> That's awesome, though. <laughs> That's if you amazing. can do it, do it, I guess, right?
2: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh. So that was,
0: that was my summer, going back to Florida in uh, in about a week, week and a half. Very, okay.
1: very cool. Well, you're listening to The Voiceover Cafe, VO News, served up, piping hot. We haven't done this for a while now, but we would like to invite people to send in their questions uh, about their studio work or, or whatever. Um You know, and you can actually send us an email to staff at voiceovercafe.org. And we would like to read them on a future show. I don't think we've, uh, we, we, we haven't put that invitation out there as often as we, as we really need to.
4: Topics we love to talk about are pay to play. <laughs> what, what's the best mic to use? Low ball sites. Service. Mac or PC.
3: We are. Oh. Oh, no. And, and they can ask to keep it anonymous if they want. No yes. Problem. We're not asking anyone to put themselves out there like Terry does, for example. Yes,
1: and please don't send us an MP3 of your demo asking us to review it. That's not what we're asking you to do. Uh, we don't Wonderful want wave or MP3 attachments. We just want your questions regarding
3: the voiceover business. Why does Terry <laughs> will get ignored? Because really, there's no answer to that question. This
2: might be a good time to mention our beloved sponsor.
3: Yes, yes,
1: go for it. <laughs> you do that well, while I what... type back to a client real quick. <laughs>
2: You go, Terry. Uh, voiceoverextra.com is our uh, ongoing sponsor, and they are a resource, uh, just a, a plethora of information on the website. They send out daily articles. If you get on their subscription uh, their email, their daily email newsletter, and um, even if you just want to get on the website and check out all kinds of great articles, and they even they have a cute little search button that you, if you're looking for a specific topic that's been possibly talked about in the past, it probably has because they they just cover so much information. Uh, John Florian's been on the show a couple of times. He is the founder, and uh, so, yeah, they're, they're our sponsors, voiceoverxtra.com. Um. What should we talk about next, guys? Um, oh, you know, we do have... Uh, we we had someone leave us recently. Our uh, friend Tom Deer uh, has left the show, and uh, he's just he, he's been so busy with all his audiobook stuff and other projects. Did you see that cool projects. picture
0: that he posted the other day about when he was at Audible?
2: Yeah. yeah. That was it, really so good.
3: cool. It was yeah. cool. He, he's they getting had a lot, his of, name. lot of good book work at the moment. Mm-hmm. He's awesome.
2: doing Freemasons for dummies. And, um, and, and yeah, it was like this, this bulletin, but this like digital bulletin board. That you know, that kind of scrolled his name and the, the the cover of the book and and everything. so that was that was really cool. But Tom Deere used to be our creative director, our kind of creative guy and our backbone at times. Um, he did a lot of writing for the show. Uh, he helped with some, you know guest bookings and that sort of thing. And we're kind of looking to see if somebody we're kind of looking for a new team member. So if you're out there, and you're interested in taking part in our little labor of love, um, feel free to get us at the same email address Terry just gave out well, staff. Actually, actually I'm so- going gonna, gonna to
1: go ahead and give them Jordan's phone number for this. <laughs> it's, uh, no.
2: So
0: previous experience herding cats is <laughs> an advantage. Yes. <laughs> but so you, you want somebody that's highly organized, right, and, and real structured?
2: Yeah, we, we yeah. kind of need a creative guy. Not and, and Terry. He, you really have to be able uh, really have to work from home. Maybe it, maybe VO isn't your full time job, but, uh, we, we do record during the day and we like, uh, our creative director to be available for recordings. Yes. Um, so we're, we're looking for someone. If you think that you have the goods and you want to be the next member of the voiceover cafe, you will get your own segment. So please be funny and, you know, have some sort of personality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and uh, and and you know, yeah, more organ. We're looking for somebody that's more organized than me and Terry.
1: <laughs> yeah, organization isn't it isn't really our best.
2: No, it's not our strong suit it's to strong be honest. Strong suit so... at all.
1: But I will say that Tom Deer is a complete pussy for leaving the show. <laughs> oh, and <laughs> let me ta- let me tell you one thing to you, dear. You're no busier than the rest of us. You just don't like us. <laughs> Just kidding. We we miss him dearly. We really
2: do. We do. He was really a great addition to the show. So, um you be missed. Yeah. So, um, so just you know, if you're out there and you're thinking this, maybe you're interested, then shoot us an email and we can we'll see where where we can take it. Salary will be old mic cables. I don't know to use them. All. And a free
4: and, appetizer. Yes, and if a bucket lucky. of
3: sawdust. <laughs> I'll throw in a heavily soiled pop screen. <laughs> oh God.
4: <laughs> as long as that's the only thing that's heavily soiled.
0: Yeah. Can I tell you what weird looks I got when I used to be in, in broadcasting and I'd bring in my can of Lysol because I didn't want to catch anybody's cold that would talk into the pop screen?
4: Oh.
0: Did you offend any engineers? No, it I was like, you, you know, I, I, it took me a while to learn wait until the previous talent leaves to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but once I, used- once I learned that, it was fine.
2: I used to bring my own headphones all the time because ears oh, yeah. are gross, too. I don't oh, care if you're not, God, even if you're not yeah. sick, ears are There's disgusting. nothing nothing yep.
1: worse than putting on a sweaty pair of headphones. <laughs> and then when you take them off, the earwax from the previous talent exactly. ends up on the end of your chin.
2: But I got so <laughs> many engineers looking at me funny and thinking that I was odd because I would bring in my own headphones. Like, nobody else did it. And it was really surprising to me.
4: Yeah, I don't think a lot of Speaking of sweaty headphones, <laughs> poor voice talent after me this week. I, I had to do um, it was a one-hour session and it was in another studio uh, in Denver. And uh, let's just say, well, it's been really hot here. And so this booth wasn't very well ventilated or they just had the AC turned down a lot. Oh, my God. I was, it probably was 85 in that Ugh, booth yuck. and I was oh, in there man. for an hour sitting in a chair. With their headphones, which luckily actually usually I'd complain about it, but they're so worn that they were had no grip, so they just kind of oh, dangled they just off my head. Down. And, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so but it was a one-hour session. I was sweating a lot, and uh, and they were in a hurry. A voice talent was in the lobby. We finish, and I walk out and I see the voice talent there. I'm like, oh my god, I just want to be like, I'm so sorry. That's uh, don't. I'd probably blow on those headphones for a few minutes. <laughs> I Rub like, on your pants. Just, yeah, do something. Just, People are but wondering. What I'm going to start bringing uh, my headphones to, to outside studios for reasons like that, and I just like you know you know how your own headphones sound and how they that, feel. That's Fine. it. I, and I think I think when you use some other headphone that you're not used to, you're you're kind of knocked off balance. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like they had like they had a headphone amp next to me where you can you know they let you control your own gain. Yeah, it's like it was a Fisher. It's like it was hollow inside because I would turn <laughs> the knob. And nothing would happen. It was the same volume. I'm all uh, is. Am I? I'm hooked into this headphone amp, right? And he's like, Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I should work. Uh, 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 just let me know if you want to be turned up, and I'll turn you up. Uh, okay. Yeah. So can you turn me up? Because this knob isn't doing shit. <laughs> it was weird. Anyways, that's yeah. That sweat and
1: earwax, man. That is Vo News served up piping hot. Let me tell you.
3: <laughs> and that'll kill a show as well you know, you know things that escape from the body down to the line
2: <laughs>
3: well
1: it I appreciate uh,
3: I appreciate you
1: guys getting together uh, our next episode by the way we're gonna have uh, TV promo voice Randy Thomas on so she'll be uh, she'll be a yeah. heck of a lot of fun and uh, of course does a lot of great work on entertainment just, tonight and what, other
2: the oscars
1: yep she has yeah, done she has, she has been the voice of like the emmys and the oscars and she you can hear her actually quite frequently on entertainment tonight doing yep. uh, a oh, lot of their right. promos yeah, yep.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: yep so we'll have her on next time and um again send those questions in too. the uh oh, i just deleted the what is the email again there sean
0: It's staff at voiceovercafe.org. And in fact, if somebody wants to respond rather quickly after hearing this podcast, then maybe we can even direct a question from the audience to Randy. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. Great idea. That Mm -hmm. would be
1: a great idea. All right, guys. Thank you so much for being a part of the show today. Uh, Always a blast.
2: Yay.
0: Great to get together with everybody. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, Sean. Sean was here. Good to have you, Sean. Yeah, thanks. This and has been. We,
3: we, we need the happy pills for next time. Yes, this yes.
0: Spiral I, of, can, can I just you say know what, what I can't wrong? wait for, the what industry. I'm really excited about? September in Tucson at FAFCON. Everybody's going to be there, right? Yes. yes.
3: yes. We are
1: all okay. going to be there. I think uh, I think a lot of us are even getting there a couple <laughs> a couple of days early. Mm-hmm. Uh,
4: I have me. family
2: there, so I'm going to fly in early,
4: yep. too. Very cool. I don't know anyone there. I'm just going to land in that desert and be like,
3: party, 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 party. <laughs> There's a bar there, so I'll be there. Already. Jordan, I'll yeah. meet up
4: with you in
0: Tucson or Phoenix. It'll be good. It'll all right. I'll have my too. cowboy hat on. Oh,
3: woo. This has, <laughs> this, part, okay. this has
1: been The Voice Over. That's it. This has been The Voiceover Cafe. VO News served up piping hot. Hey, you guys. We'll see you next time and have a great week behind the mic.
4: See, see you next yeah. We all, like, ended like a choir at the same <laughs> oh, time. That was freaky. Beautiful now harmony. We'll Absolute
0: beautiful time. harmony.
4: <laughs> Adios. Adios. <laughs>
0: that's a wrap on another episode of the voiceover cafe this is sean caldwell thanks for listening be sure to check out other riveting episodes at voiceovercafe.org